ashamed of what one shot called me how infinite that grace divine i am free i am free i am a child of god oh precious is the
shoulders You knew me You loved me And even when I forget Your love for me You break through the silence And all you bring to you bring to nothing every life. Oh, your word is final. Your truth restores me every time. Every time. When I feel that I'm too broken. to be chosen that you see me and you love me you are present in my weakness as you are patience to pick up the pieces and show me that you love me Truth is 
reassures me every time, every time, every time. The truth is restoring innocence now. You're restoring innocence now. Everlasting life. 
even the darkest days, even the darkest days are temporary. You are the everlasting light, and all of time and space could not contain you. You are the everlasting light, the end and the beginning, my new reality. Outside my understanding, yet still within my reach. As far as I can see, you, you're closer still to me. You are the ever. That, that we haven't allowed the light to touch and to bring the truth of your word, bring the truth and revelation that brings freedom. God, reveal the places that, that we've kept doors closed. We're just asking that they be brought to light so that they can be dealt with by your spirit, that they can be renewed.
to me now I surrender I surrender I want to know you more I want to know you more I surrender surrender. I want to know you more. I want to know you
surrender I want to know you more I want to know you more I surrender I surrender I want to know you more I want to know you
Legacy Church. Today, I'm going to uh, to conclude the series on ghost stories, our series we've done on Holy Spirit, by looking at the gifts of Holy Spirit. I've really enjoyed this series. I hope you have. Um, it's uh, online. If you haven't seen all of them, go back and catch up because I really, really believe this is what Father God is breathing on right now for our church for um, for our individually for each of us. So go back and read uh, or listen through each of these messages and um, let's let's grow together and understand it. Today, I want to look at the gifts of Holy Spirit. First Corinthians 12, four through 11 says this. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them in all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the, by the one Spirit, by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, all these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportions to each one individually as He wills. Now, let's start from the end of the passage, if you'll allow me, and work backwards. It, it gives us what I think is very vital information to understand this. The gifts are empowered by the same Spirit and He apportions are gifts to each person as He wills. So what we see is that Holy Spirit decides who the gifts will flow through. This is all by God's Spirit. The Holy Spirit of our God decides who the gifts will flow through. So what I see there is that the gifts belong to Holy Spirit, and He uses them through who, through whomever he desires. He chooses. He chooses. And, and that, for me, really brings a, a, a peace 
that he chooses when he wants to flow and through whom he wants to flow. And, and so I can be at peace that he is in charge of the gifts, how they flow in, in a church service or how they flow when we're in public, how he chooses to minister through us is his business. And, and I can trust him. I want to look at three separate places that spiritual gifts are spoken of. And I want to point out that all of them, all three of them, uh, but we will focus today really most on the manifestation gifts. So um, the motivational gifts, uh, Romans 12, 3 through 8, you can look that up, uh, are prophecy, serving, teaching, exhorting, giving, organizing, and mercy. Again, Romans 12, verses 3 through 8, show these motivational gifts. They are prophecy, serving, teaching, exhorting, giving, organizing, and mercy. Then the ministry gifts are in Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. These list the gifts. I call them leaders in the revolution. It says apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Now, you may have grown up in a church that said the apostles and prophets passed away. The only problem is you can't find a scripture that says that. It's just man made up doctrine. I believe apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are still at work building the church today. It is interesting if you read in Ephesians 4, it gives you very clear direction of what these, these ministry gifts are, these leaders in the revolution were given for. They were given to build up the church. In fact, it says very clearly, they are for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. So they're not doing the work of ministry as much as they are equipping the body to do the work of ministry. A much misunderstood part of those ministry gifts. And then the manifestation gifts that we just read in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, verses 7 through 11, it says the, the, the revelation gifts, the utterance gifts, and the power gifts. Now, the revelation gifts reveal something, and that is wisdom, knowledge, and discerning of spirits. A word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, they reveal something. The utterance gifts say something. That is prophecy, or tongues, and interpretation of tongues. They're spoken. And then the power gifts do something. That is faith, healing, and working of miracles. They do something. So you have the reveal something gifts, the revelation, the utterance gifts say something, and the power gifts do something. And so these gifts are not just natural gifts. They are supernatural gifts, and they're given by Holy Spirit and empowered by Holy Spirit. So anyone filled with and yielded to Holy Spirit can be selected by Holy Spirit to be used in these gifts. Anyone yielded to Holy Spirit, he can choose when he wants to, to use those gifts through you because they are supernatural gifts open to every believer. Listen, here's what I've found in my life. If a believer's life is not supernatural, it will be superficial. Listen, you can go through life just living, just managing, just getting by, and it's just superficial. But if you yield yourself and your life to Holy Spirit, it can be supernatural. 
I mean, man, can you just imagine being in public and, and God wants to say something to someone and it's not showy, it's not weird, it's not crazy. It's just when he wants to speak to someone and you take the time to listen to Holy Spirit and give someone a message. I mean, it can be so simple. I can't tell you how many times I've been somewhere and I hear the, the inside, I, I don't audibly hear the voice, but I hear the Lord say, go tell this person this. Why does he do that? Because he loves people. Because he has a message he wants to get to someone. You can be a person used by Holy Spirit. Go and pray for that person. Go and minister to that person. And Holy Spirit will give us power. Because if your life is not supernatural, listen, that's supernatural. That's beyond the natural. When you're just in the grocery store, minding your own business, over by the eggs, and Holy Spirit says, I need you to tell this person that. And I know for some of you think, well, that's only for ministry ministers, only for certain people, or only for called people. No, it's for all of us. The Spirit of God wants to use the gifts through all of us as He desires. What is it that God desires today to do in and through you? Remember, to the degree He can work in you, he can work through you. And so your life doesn't have to be superficial. It can be supernatural. Now, it's important that I believe that we avail ourselves to the gifts Holy Spirit offers us because many lives depend on it. There are people all around us who need hope, who need an, a word from the Lord, who need to know He loves them. Think about how many times I've heard testimonies of somebody saying, I was ready to give up, and then this person came and spoke to me. I was ready to th this and then this happened. And we can be that connection that connects people to God, to people who say, I had no hope. And then all of a sudden, someone was there to say something to me. Uh, Holy Spirit offers these gifts and desires to flow them through us. And there are people that need the use of these gifts. They need to hear from God. And you are connected to God. So we need to get on with the business of allowing the Spirit of God to use us. 1 Corinthians 14, 12 tells us to strive to excel in the spiritual gifts. It tells us strive to excel. Man, are you striving to excel in the use of those gifts? Or are you just saying that's for somebody else? I don't know if I can do that. But, but read it. 1 Corinthians 14, 12 tells us to strive to excel in the spiritual gifts in building up the church, in building up the body, and in building up people. I see that we have a part to play in this, at the very least, just to make yourself available to the Spirit of God so that when the heart of God is extended someone, you can be there to be the vessel He flows through. Get that. When the heart of God is extended to someone, you can be the vessel that he flows through. You can choose to allow him to flow through you. Now, here are, are some key points that I believe about the gifts of God. First of all, the gifts are given to us by God, by his Holy Spirit. Two, the gifts are for the extending of the kingdom of God. They're not to extend your kingdom. They're not for making your ministry bigger and brighter and better. They're not for glorifying you. They're for the kingdom of God. The gifts are for the common good of the church. And lastly, the gifts are to bring glory to God and not to us. 
So we don't earn the gifts. It seems to me in the church, I've kind of heard or felt this, like if you're spiritual enough, God will use you. But the fact is, y'all, he used a donkey one time that wasn't spiritual at all. So don't get all caught up if God uses you thinking you are now something. He used a donkey to speak. And so I'm just saying that these gifts that God wants to use, we don't earn them. We don't get good enough to receive them. The gifts of God operate by the grace of God, the charis, the grace. This is the same grace that has saved us, the same grace he is releasing to the earth. And it is God's grace at work in us using his gifts to do the works that he's prepared us to do. It's so beautiful. He's already prepared the works. He saved us by his grace. He sends us out to do these works. He empowers us and he gives us gifts and he empowers the gifts to work through us. We simply cooperate with God. Our heavenly father loves the world and he loves to give good gifts and he wants to give those good gifts through you. Just think about it. We looked at this, the Spirit of God in, in Luke eleven thirteen, where it says, Our Father, if you are who evil like to give good gifts, remember that? It says, If you then who are evil know how to, good gifts to give good gifts to your children, how much more will Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? And how much more will Heavenly Father use the gifts through those who allow Him? Now just think about your day. Think about going to work. Think about people on the job. Think about your school or whatever it is you do. Think about just moving through the earth in, 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 in a shopping store or, or whatever you do. Think about how many people you come in contact with that need something from the Lord. Y'all, the world is full of people who need to know God loves them. Can you imagine God using the gifts of the Spirit through you to reach people. That's what he wants to do. Holy Spirit and his gifts are given to help extend the kingdom of God. And anywhere the enemy is driven out, fear is driven back, anywhere love is released, light is released, there, that's where the kingdom of God is extended. And, and we're learning to yield to him and participate with him. And we should seek to excel in doing this in love. This is very practical. This is not uh, frou-frou, woo-woo, or some supernatural weirdness. This is the simplicity of living my life, yielded to Holy Spirit, saying, if you need to speak to somebody today, I'm your man. If you need to, to do something today at this place I'm going, at this thing I'm doing, if you need to to say something, do something. If you need to heal someone, come on church. This, this is what Holy Spirit desires to do. And as I yield to him, he will do that through me. Listen to what 1 Peter 4.10 says. As each of you has received a gift, a particular spiritual talent, this is the amplified, amplified version, a gracious divine endowment, employ it for one another as benefits good trustees of God's many-sided grace 
faithful stewards of the extremely diverse powers and gifts granted to Christians by unmerited favor. I want us to see that we all have different gifts and different functions, but it is all the same grace. Holy Spirit chooses who He will flow through and how He will flow through us. And it may look different through you than it does me, but it's all the same grace. And it's okay to see that we function differently. I don't need to train you on how to function. You just need to yield to Holy Spirit and say, I am available when we allow room for our differences And, you know, I've said it many times, the most disingenuous thing you can ever be is to try to be someone else. You you just need to allow Holy Spirit to use you, your personality, your gifts, your calling, the way you look. Allow Him to flow through you with His power and His gifts. And as He flows through you, it may look different than the way He flows through me but it's all the same grace. So we approach differ, we approach situations differently, but according to our grace motivations, according to how God has created us, and according to how His grace gift us, each one of us can make a difference in the world around us. We solve things differently. We see things differently, and it's okay. We see through the lenses of our motivational gifts All these differences are okay as long as the motivation at the core is love for God and love for others. You can't go wrong that way. If you're desiring to use the gifts because you love people, and if you're yielding to Holy Spirit and you're availing yourself to have Him work through you, it will happen. And and these diverse powers and these gifts granted to us by His unmerited favor, His grace, or work in us, never forget this, they're working us because God loves the world. For God so loved the world that He gave Jesus to save us. And for God so loved the world that He has left us here and empowered us by His Spirit to flow in the produce, the commodity, the things of heaven, and the gifts of heaven now flowing through us to release life in this earth. Y'all, I'm just telling you, I believe it's the day, it's the time for us to rise up and make a difference. The Spirit of the living God has anointed you because there is a reason and there is a purpose. As we close out this series on Holy Spirit, I want to tell you my prayer for us as a church is that we find deeper levels of communion. We find deeper levels of fellowship and experiences with Holy Spirit and that we grow deeper in our love for Him and allow Him to use us to extend God's kingdom in the earth.